Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus. Welcome back. Our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I am Gregor. I've hosted that on all these stations, whatever. Okay, great. And he used to work here. His name's Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Welcome welcome back. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Yet. Not yet. (laughs) But if you are, are, then you should let us know what we get right and what we get wrong. If you could do us a favor, tell a friend, write a, uh, I don't know, like a share it or something like that, or just holler at us with some encouragement or discouragement or whatever, we'd be understanding of the internet. My, um, I haven't seen you post about it, so I think I know the answer, but have you watched Star Wars Visions yet? I have not watched any Star Wars Visions yet. Is it is it Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus, I think. Okay, so right? it's Disney Plus. I'll, I'll give the premise. Disney okay. handed over the keys to the um, Star Wars universe and said, you okay there, buddy? Yeah. Okay. Handed over the keys to the Star Wars galaxy and said, hey, nine different Japanese anime studios, let's have your own take on Star Wars. And um, it reminds me of how wide a breadth there is to Japanese anime because a little bit of his dark and kind of like scary or not scary, but it's just like this, like the tone is very like somber. And then some of it is like, yeah, we're in a rock band. Let's go. And it's like very like. Like Teen Titans. Yeah. And it's like, so some of it is like too saccharine for me personally. Um, and it's like too kid oriented, but some like the first episode is so dark, and the seventh one is so dark, and it ends on a really weird note. So I encourage you to go how and watch it, it. How does it fit into like the Star Wars everything? Does it, it? or are they like independent kind of like uh, what do you call those? Uh, it's like standalone. Uh, yeah, yeah, like standalone. Just kind of they are their own kind of contained stories. It like it's within the 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 worlds. Like it's like. You know they're talking about the Jedi hunters and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and they. It, but it's all, the context makes sense when you watch it. You're like, you don't think like, oh, this is uh, where does this fit? You're just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Okay. And then it, it follows the storyline, and it's 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 really wonderful. One of the things I very much like about it, though, is that because as um, we talked about another time, um, George Lucas got a lot of inspiration from Japan when mm-hmm. making this. Like Darth Vader is like basically a. Um, is basically a samurai suit only made to look like a robot, which is 
pretty badass. And I've seen it. Um, I've seen some of not it, but I've seen some of the armor before at the like National Museum in Tokyo. And it's like, not not the Darth Vader armor. No, no, yeah, I've okay, actually seen okay. that too. I think it was at the uh, it, at the when it was called EMP in Seattle. They yeah, had, yeah, yeah. They had that there. That was pretty cool. So but you like, saw samurai. You saw like real life samurai armor. Yeah, exactly. From a yeah. time when everyone was much smaller. And um, there's a joke in there that will skip about me wearing it and looking ridiculous. But um, <laughs> and then getting kicked out of Japan and it was terrible. But, um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> you open you open the glass case that it was behind and put it on, and they were like, "We're kicking you out, not because you look terrible in that, but because you're breaking the law." Yeah, could you please respect us? We would really like that. So, yeah. except um, they're so polite, they probably wouldn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's these this take on um on Star Wars. You know, like I remember when they were making Episode Anakin versus Obi Wan Episode Three. Yeah, and like the fight scene is like. Smash, 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 spin, jump, jump, smash, 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 smash. And it's like, you can't watch it. Yeah. Like spinning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they stop and then like, it's like they get that real like look with the, they're really fighting for control. And then it's like, no, let's hit each other 5,000 times. Spin, 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 smack, smack. And it's just like, you can't see it. It's too close. It's too dark. The It's insane. Well, this is totally the, it's totally different from that. Like there's like one that's like a kendo thing where the the Jedi has his lightsaber up and he's holding it right next to his head like you would see in like a traditional what I would think of I'm you know who knows what I know but sure, yeah. what I think of as traditional and then like it's about this like this one attack and then after it's over he's like done and then puts the lightsaber away and it's like whoa instead of this like build up of like really like in your face stuff it's like a, it's really tense and then it's release and boy is it awesome I. So that begs the question, if this is going back to more of the traditional uh, samurai inspiration that created the show, uh, is there going to be Jedi Sumo? (laughs) (laughs) Because if if you got like a Jabba versus (laughs) like, (laughs) like literally any other fat guy from... People might, not, people might not people might not know this about me, but I'm a giant sumo fan, and so like I really follow Japanese sumo wrestling like a lot. And like the weight class, there's no such thing as a weight class, so it's just like one guy's six foot five and you know almost four hundred pounds, and the other guy is five foot six and cl- almost two hundred. And you're like, well, good luck, everybody. Jabba Yoda sumo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if there's a second season, this is what I'm talking about. I'd like to see what Studio Ghibli could do with it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they would be in. They probably weren't mad at you for putting on the samurai outfit. They were a little upset when you put on the sumo outfit. (laughs) Started stripping off my clothes and running at elderly people. (laughs) Belly first. Uh, All in a day's work. (laughs) Great. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Um, oh, anyway, I would recommend Star Wars Visions to anyone who likes Star Wars and has yet to, um, and anyone who has uh, yet to dive into it. It's very satisfying, and um, there's a couple of them that I were like, eh, whatever. But the, there's like a handful that are very good and make it worth it. So. All right, so, uh, well, like an octopus who picks playoff football winners, now we have a hamster who's amazing at trading cryptocurrency. Why? Why are we doing this? (laughs) Guten Tag, Mr. Gox, a German rodent that you can stream while he buys and sells his digital monies. I guess there's a system of tubes and wheels that allow Mr. Gox to help his human handler decide when to trade the currency. And with massive success, we're not not talking like, yeah, that's pretty funny or whatever— he was at the time outperforming financial wizard Warren Buffett. <laughs> I'm like, 
how does it take to train the kid to do the kid the, the, the kid. hamster to do this? <laughs> and can we steal this one for our own gain? The, all right. The, well, here's the thing. If I, I I don't do any of the the crypto or the 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 whatever, right? The bitcoins and the you know I don't do any of the cryptocurrency. Sure. But now I don't think I have to. I just need to get like a rodent and uh, have it in my house to do uh, to to pick the things for me. Who's that? It's Crypto Rat. <laughs> <laughs> he ate one of my P- toes. P- Pizza Rat's successful cousin. <laughs> uh that like that would be um like i i I don't understand crypto enough to do it but if you okay here's the other question though um this this hamster i almost called him a rat this hamster is responsible for all of the money that his human handler is making does this hip this does this hamster get like an upgrade to his wheel at any point Hamsters don't know, bro. You just give them some more treats. Like this, this is a sentient hamster. This hamster knows what's up. Be like, eventually he's going to be driving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, this is how they make their money to buy those Kia Souls. <laughs> After they get the enlarging ray, the, right, right, right. the anti shrink ray, and blow yeah. themselves up, they have any car to choose from as a crypto fortune. They don't go Tesla. They go Kia Soul. I love it. <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, I'm looking at my uh, my my digital currency wallet and i've invested three hundred dollars in ethereum and turned it into four thousand dollars doing nothing i just let it sit for like five years and now i have four grand because of it so um and then i have another one to litecoin now there's like seven thousand different cryptos and who knows but yeah i invested like a few hundred bucks in litecoin and it's worth 200 up to 650 dollars so anyway that's like several a pretty good return let's put it that way and you're doing all of that without a hamster so good for you (laughs) now i want to know um i know that the there's like a south american country that is um obsessed with i don't think it's hamsters it's something else um it's it's peru uh, and they love the guinea pigs (laughs) okay so maybe my question is uh, i'll probably have to rephrase it a little bit but um i want to know if mr gox is now the new king of el salvador I mean, it's 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 very possible. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because the country has embraced the decentralized currency and is mining Bitcoin. But they're doing it in like a really wacky way. They're using volcanoes, which seems odd to me. But amazing. Okay. Uh, you see the, yeah, and weird, but amazing. <laughs> you see the computer. But anytime you say volcanoes and doing something like that, I'm always like super villain. I want that. Let's build a base into a <laughs> volcano. Eventually, we'll launch our ship from it. And like fight, super villain hamster twisting his twirly mustache, like running in his little wheel. He's got his own like giant mech suit that he can like run around in, but it's hamster shaped. It's so a it's ball. Still... It's a hamster ball. Because <laughs> he's still got a human prick of a friend that's like helping him. <laughs> so it's lava proof, and I want that obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. So the computer power necessary to mine cryptocurrency is nuts. The way it works is that um, the blockchain, it's so complicated, and I don't want to get too long-winded about it, but every time there's a transaction on Bitcoin, you have to add that on to the current list of times that there's been a transaction. So every time you buy or sell, or anything, or anyone does, you add a little notch onto it, Okay, just a little bit of data. And that way no one can mess with it and you can track it forever. But now that it's 10, 12, 15 years old or whatever, that's a lot of transactions that have gone on. And so it's no longer just like a PC that can run this. You need like 
crazy, a warehouse. crazy. Yeah, a warehouse yeah. full. Uh, China's recently banned them because of the, well, probably because they want to not have decentralized money taking over their country, but under like the guise of like it being not efficient or green or something like that. But they had these big warehouses, you know, 10,000 fans on the side blowing air through to all these PCs that are running with a few people just monitoring all of them so they could do the calculations to get just a little fraction of that Bitcoin. You get rewarded for every time you do a calculation, you do it enough and you make some money off of it, right? And so you need tremendous energy, but you don't want to have to worry about all that heat. So El Salvador has turned to volcano geothermal energy, which is crazy. They're going the opposite of worrying about the heat. They're like, no, the heat, (laughs) you were merely (laughs) adopted the heat. I was born in it. (laughs) This is all fine until a lava monster kicks the hamster ball out and it goes rolling across the countryside, (laughs) destroying villages all over. Destroying villages and then your country's currency. So not only will you have a like humanitarian crisis, you will also have an economic crisis. <laughs> and also you're pissing off your, your neighbor, Darth Vader, who does not love people living next to his lava castle. Get him one of those balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what Darth Vader is doing up there. Like he's mining Bitcoin. Somebody's got to pay for that Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that's why he's that's why he's in solitude because nobody understands him when he's like, "No, Elon Musk is the best," and I I drive a Tesla and I, I love Bitcoin. <laughs> it's like, okay, bro. He's go, got like go. a hyper. He's got his own like special Tesla with a hyperbaric chamber in it, so he can take off his helmet and drive around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the anime I want to see. <laughs> I want it to be very mundane too. Like he's just got to go to the market. Like it's just office space, but Darth Vader. He's <laughs> just like bumping some like really bland '90s music just in there. Just like he's walking into the supermarket, sir. Do you have a mask on? <laughs> all right, YouTube announced that they are removing all anti-vax material from their platforms. Social media, like in general, has long been like, hey, not our problem. Free speech. Am I right? And yeah, that is super important. A person who speaks for a living, like I like free speech is very important. And this is like a really difficult conversation. It's very nuanced. But like as a business, you can moderate your content. It's not like we need the government to let free speech happen. You're a, like uh, Twitter banned the former president, and then that guy now is suing to get back on there. But really, they're a private company. They should be allowed to do that if he broke their rules. That shouldn't be like an issue. But I'm glad to see that that's happening. That's like when Safeway banned you for walking in for wearing that sumo diaper and the super sumo diaper only. <laughs> hey, it's, like, was... it's my free speech. <laughs> there was a sale on the sumo oranges. They had the display. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's a sale from the National Museum of Art in Tokyo. <laughs> uh, that's. Uh, I, I think it's it's. A lot of people are going to be very upset because they will they will say that oh YouTube only bans the content that the big big government tells them to ban and you know they're they're your sheep for thinking to only go to youtube for that it's like yeah but like youtube also allow and like many social media platforms not to be be bad for youtube but like they also allow like a bunch of white supremacist stuff and racist very evil stuff on the website and uh they probably should 
understand more stuff than they do. So like, <laughs> well, and then like, God forbid, one nipple shows up and it's not a dude's, and they're like, oh, you are, you, you have a weak suspension, and like, what? That yeah. guy over there is like white power, and you're yeah. like, you saw a natural part of my bot, like, yeah. how dare you? But here's a good reason why, though, we should be concerned about having this dialogue. A review by MIT found that in the lead-up to the last election, European troll farms controlled some of the craziest conspiracy garbage on Facebook. More than 140 million Americans came into contact with this, you know, the the liquidy part of the dumpster, posing to be American-oriented from topics ranging from, like, Christianity to race pulling on all our emotional heartstrings. The I felt really bad specifically because like 19 of the top 20 Christian pages were being run by people manipulating us from afar. Which blows my mind cuz you never when it's that's not a logical conversation to have. You when you're talking religion with somebody, you're talking about faith and emotions. You're, you're you can't logic someone into doing that, but you can control them by talking about those things that are illogical to be able to move people around it's been the it's been a power struggle throughout the course of of recorded human history that this has been happening one of those 140 million people coming into contact uh with those uh pages my great aunt probably (laughs) (laughs) and my father (laughs) are either of them based out of romania and russian or or russian trolls (laughs) no but if it turns out that the top pages pumping misinformation are run by a german hamster i'm gonna be very upset (laughs) Hey, what are the chances that, like, or like, no, that's not the way to say it. I want, like, I'm trying not to say I want to give props to, but, like, you know when someone notices a weakness and they exploit it and then they win? That's, like, a very American way of thinking of things, I think. It's a very American way of making millions of dollars also. And so, like, you know, we're, like, the world's biggest economic power, you know, with China and everything, and we're, like, militaristically, we're, like, at the top and, like, some, for Russia or these other countries to be like, but they're idiots when it comes to online, and then exploit us and like super duper shake us up. That's how you describe that. Super duper um, shake us up. Like when you that. testify before Congress, I hope you say it exactly I, like that. Hundred percent. I will. If that ever happens, I'm saying super. I don't duper. know. They super duper shook us up. <laughs> If Zuckerberg has to testify. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is how humans drink water. <laughs> Those old funny duddies super duper messed us up. Super duper. <laughs> anyway, sorry. This is getting out of control. But yeah, it's like way to see a weakness and to exploit it and watch us for like years not be able to really react because of the process takes so long to figure it out. And then also like people are like, no, no, no. Money. Yeah. <laughs> we can't change the money thing. We got to make the money. Anyway. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> well, meanwhile, in NASA news. It's time for NASA news. <laughs> the big red spot on Jupiter is starting to spin faster. How terrifying. The Hubble Space Telescope has been peeping at our solar system's biggest planet and noticed increasing wind speeds around the red eye. Uh, to me, it sounds like it's about to fire its super laser, but uh, it's just... As I'm, you know, obviously jealous of Saturn having awesome rings. And how did Saturn get those rings? It tore apart one of its own ice moons. And now over the course of the next 10 million years, we'll have rings. And then they'll go away as they get absorbed back into the planet. That's just what Jupiter's doing. Are we positive that that's not Alderaan up there? <laughs> I uh, cannot confirm that, specifically since Alderaan is a thing of faith. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, that, you know, usually when a big red spot 
uh, changes shape and gets faster, you would you take uh, your Valtrex, go to the doctor, <laughs> and get that checked out. Uh, well, so it turns out the the wind on this outer ring in Jupiter has been well, this storm is ten thousand miles wide, and it's been going for at least one hundred ninety years, but. Likely, it's been observed uh, for a lot longer than that, like hundreds of years. Uh, We don't know if it's the same storm that the first astronomers were witnessing that we're watching now. Um, But the storm is blowing 400 miles per hour uh, per Earth hour uh, outside. So like a bad storm when you're at home is like, you know, 70 miles. And that's pretty dang windy. And you're kind of leaning into it to see like, oh, you know, can I do the Michael Jackson thing? And this storm in the last 10 years has picked up by a whopping two miles an hour. So like, (laughs) it's like a a fraction of a percent of the entire speed of the storm. However, uh, uh, that's, that's crazy because you're already, I mean, if I'm standing in a 70 mile an hour storm and, uh, it goes up to 72. You're like, well, it's actually 72 now. I'd be like, shut up nerd. Uh, but if you're 400 miles an hour and it's been that way for, you know, 188 years or something, and then it goes up two miles an hour, I guess that's interesting. (laughs) Or, (laughs) or you're right. Maybe they are, uh, they, well, so I fa- I did find out that scientists know nothing about what's happening below the storm. It's likely a massive tornado and crazy stuff is happening. Um, but more likely, or at least possibly, is that General Hux is controlling the weather to cover his super laser that's harvesting power from Uranus. <laughs> I think it actually takes power from the sun, but I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Yeah. You keep Ge- believing that, buddy. <laughs> Geothermal gas <laughs> from Uranus. <laughs> Send the hamsters! <laughs> <laughs> All right, fill up your coin pool, McDuck. We're talking bad guys and billionaires. <laughs> now, even NASA thinks Jeff Bezos sucks, which to me is so funny. I just I love it so much. And I, you know, I get it. People like you and me are mouthing off about billionaires on here. Like whatever, it's there's, it's complex, but there, you know, there, there's no hope that we'll ever be them. And Leave it at that. But now even NASA has had enough of Jeff Bezos, and they've had billions of dollars. Basically, the richest man in the world showed up with a very expensive moon lander proposal. And NASA, with a tight budget controlled by Congress, said, like, what? No, we can't afford that. And then they chose someone else to build the lander. Now Bezos is suing and stalled the whole process. In legal documents filed and reported by TheVerge.com, NASA says, quote, All of this once-in-a-generation momentum can easily be undone by one party, in this case, Blue Origin, who seeks to prioritize its own fortunes over that of NASA, the United States, and every person alive today. Settle down, NASA. Good God. I I did not know I was involved, (laughs) along with the other 8 billion people on this planet. I mean, I'm in. Except for Jeff Bezos, in a class-action lawsuit (laughs) against Blue Origin. Now, also, no one point out and ask the question to NASA, like, hey, how's your own rocket going? You know, the one that's five years past due and like $10 billion over budget? Well, it turns out the problem that they had with the Blue Origin thing was that it was three years past due and was going to be $3 billion over budget. So it's like the pot kettle. <laughs> Not expensive enough. You're getting it done too soon. You're making yeah. us look bad. You're fired. <laughs> hey, Elon, how slow can you go? Oh. <laughs> can I build a tunnel to space? <laughs> Can we? Can can we? Uh, Well, in related news, Tesla would like you to stop sharing videos of your car making full self-driving mode mistakes. 
which I get, you don't, you know, you roll something out. It would be nice if the internet didn't just mock you and tease you the whole time and ruin your business a little bit each time that that happens. But also Tesla would like you to pay to unlock more performance, like the worst video game, like EA Sports is behind what they're doing. So maybe you should just keep sharing those videos. And maybe uh, we should be more upset that the the videos of our cars almost killing people <laughs> on the streets. Like, that's probably the problem. It's not that people know about... Well, I mean, if you're a billionaire, the problem is that people know about the things that cause people deaths using your machines, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, like, maybe let's focus on fixing that car first. How about it's not ready yet? How about it's not ready yet? And uh, they've recently started to release this autopilot feature. So uh, previously, it was only available to a select number of like Tesla super users, right? And these people were like hardcore fanboys, like super testers, reporting bugs, sending them to Tesla, having them fix them, whatever, whatever. Now they're starting to release it like a thousand new users per day right now. So if you're a Tesla owner, you're probably in line to get this autopilot feature. Look, I'm shocked that we put cars, like we allow humans to drive cars at all. At These all. things go way too fast. They are big, heavy death machines. And uh, it's it's absolutely bananas that all that's keeping you like safe is your own ability to keep this thing under control and other humans' ability to keep this thing under control. Tesla says that the driver with these autopilots still has to be actively participating in the trip. But also, as we know, humans are so dumb. Yeah. Like, and hey, so, hey, can I catch a beach while I'm doing this? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you can find, right? Yeah, like yeah. there, like there are too many idiots, uh, and too many of those people can afford nice cars. There are going to be too many people on the street uh, in these cars not keeping their hands on the wheel like the one video that did get posted of the guy almost running people down on the sidewalk in seattle when the car was supposed to merge left they instead merged right and almost ran down like people crossing the street so uh all that is to say it's not ready maybe let's not give it to everybody that owns one of these cars no no better way to get a ton of data than to put it out there a whole bunch and just be like well we'll just pay out on those lawsuits yeah i guess you can when you're way too rich Wow, that's um, that's not optimistic. But let's take it a step further. Why we're all left? Where this week the F stands for Facebook. A whistleblower formerly employed by Facebook has been sharing info about just how evil the company operates. And last night, from her perspective, and last night she came forward on America's favorite old people show, 60 Minutes. She makes not the, not the 700 Club. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we used to watch that in college when we didn't have cable, and it is so wild to hear someone report news and then to have like somebody else report the morality of the news immediately after, like the opinion piece. And now it's mainstream media. It's crazy. Yeah, great. She makes the social media company sound even worse than we expected, detailing a culture of hyper optimization with only profit in mind. Turns out anger, which we all know, is super easy to elicit. And she said, quote, Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, i.e. away from anger, people will spend less time on the site. They'll click less on the ads. They'll make less money. So I guess all in all, we just got a rage. Yeah. Or, I get, super duper rage. 
<laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we just like people to be super duper angry so we can make super duper money. No, no, no. Just super duper emotionally involved is what sure, it is. Uh, sure. Whatever emotions that work well, that's not our problem. Like, Too hey. bad it's not like a happy thing. Like, why <laughs> Why can't we make money all being happy? There's a good season of, uh, what's the Tina Fey, uh, Alec Baldwin show? Um, 30 Rock. 30 Rock, where he's dating Selma Hayek, and she's like, no, you have to do an hour of positive news every day and like he does and it's a disaster because no one cares about they just you either want to see nudity or anger on these things and they ban one of them but the other one (laughs) let's go (laughs) that's okay though brandon because it is bleak and terrible and you can read a lot more lots of people have posted about it and um about how the company has like maybe not the best intentions in mind but out of something positive to you know balance it all out We're learning to thwart facial detection software. An Israeli company has hacked facial recognition software using other computers, of course, to generate makeup patterns to confuse the cameras. Of the 20 subjects, 10 male and 10 female, the artificial intelligence only correctly recognized the makeup wearers about 1% of the time. So I guess there's key areas on your face. And do we give off a heat map that cameras use? That's like the Predator, um, (laughs) which I didn't know about. And you can mask those things to help keep your identity safe. Uh, That seems, well, so when I looked this up, I I first looked because I was like imagining what that makeup would look like. Apparently it looks really normal. Um, and so, uh, you don't have to go get a QR code tattooed on your face, which is what I was expecting. Like, oh, this makeup does it, but it's like, you know, stripes and weird, you know, (laughs) apparently it's just like makeup. It's just normal makeup. I just hear it. And I think that they're going to use that highly reflective paint that they use for stripes on the road. And it's just like, my wife has like a jacket that has that stuff in it. And a car comes around the corner. You're like, oh, it's like so bright. (laughs) Those auto driving Teslas will never see us coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Great, we don't have to worry about the facial recognition anymore, but we do have to worry about the car recognition. <laughs> All right, well, that uh, that about does it for us for this week. Um, it's been a real super-duper episode, and... Um, wait, did I just take that right out of your no. typing? Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's been a super-duper episode, and I want to know, what did we learn this week? After all, it's a very heavy show. Brandon, what did we learn this week? Uh, we learned that... Darth Vader is the Dark Lord of cryptocurrency. <laughs> I'm glad uh, he's using all that volcano power for something. It's got to be so. And and I, I I won't say that he's using it for good. I would say like crypto is maybe the neutral side of the force. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Uh, uh, Gregor, what did we learn this week? I learned that we're sending hamsters to Uranus. <laughs> Isn't that a scene in Anchorman? <laughs> Nerd talk, nerd talk, talk about nerd talk, yeah! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.